Welcome to a Love We're Dying For podcast, where we're finding hope in our marriages and families, verse by verse. We're Joseph and Janelle Banks. Now let's talk about it. How's it going? Thank you for checking out A Love Worth Dying For. This is episode 67. I am Joseph. And Janelle Banks. Hope you're having a great week, a great year so far, even throughout the challenges that we're going through in our country and in our world. But in this podcast, we're talking about something a little bit different, but it kind of goes along with the fortifying our marriages. And we've been talking about different things from building the foundation, um, who to go to for help, we've been talking about things to look for that may be problems and the type of problems you need to check out but in this one it's going to be about helping to fortify our marriage um through the beautifying of our marriage and you know beauty is something which you know old folks would say beauty is an eye of the beholder so it's subjective one person's trash is another person's treasure we hear all those idioms that we've been hearing throughout the years and throughout the times we've lived but when it comes to scripture, scripture has something to say about beauty too. And it reflects who God is because God created everything, right? So if he created everything, he had a plan and a purpose for everything. And in that, we can see the beauty of God and the beauty of his creation in which he created. And us being the pinnacle of his creation because he created us in his image so that's something to kind of think about when it comes to the beautifying of our marriage and what i mean by beautifying our marriage it means we're doing the things that we we should do to make our marriages pleasant to make our merit marriage um alluring and, and make it something which not only to us um has a a a, a look but the look is from a substance that's within and that when people sometimes you'll even see when people see you and your wife maybe doing things together sometimes people will have comments like hey i'm you know you i, I love your marriage you, you say your marriage is always oh, a beautiful marriage or people who've known you for a while when they're seeing you throughout the years and going through the ups and downs of marriage but you're still um shining as people like to say in the end they see that reflection the beauty that god has brought into that covenant marriage and it becomes something which is a reflection of Christ and the church and to see the ultimate beauty that there is that ultimate um, covenant relationship between um, the God of our um, salvation and us who brought him brought us to himself so in that there's a couple things I want to do I want to define beauty and then look at the main scripture which kind of um, goes along with the rest of the um, this podcast and in beauty it says it's the quality present in a thing or person that gives intense pleasure or deep satisfaction to the mind. And it's in the, de- um, the definition further goes on to talk about different things. It could be from an uh, emotional standpoint. It could be something which in this design or art or architecture or different things which you can consider beautiful. Right. So, but scripture in Philippians um, chapter 4, verse 8, it says, Finally, brothers, whatever is true... Whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, is there any excellence? If there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things. 
So that's kind of how the mindset, even for the Christian, that we should be. We should think about those things. We should have our mind um, set on those things. And the reason why we can have our mind set on our things is because we have a renewed mind. We have a new mind that looks into God, who is the definition of beauty. He is the um, archetype of beauty. He is whom we look to when we want to see what is beautiful. We can look to God. Because he's the one who created all the things which we would even say. If we say anything is beautiful in the world, guess what God is? God is the epitome of whatever you consider that to be. So um, we have a few things we want to talk about, like how you beautify your marriage. And um, before, before we go into that, what do you think about Jamil? We're talking about beautifying your marriage, making it making it not just pleasant to the eyes on the outside, but you're doing the things on the inside to build that up. Yeah, um, <clears throat> you said a lot there, <laughs> just kind of going over beauty, and I agree with all that you um, uh, have stated. Uh, I think for me, just thinking about what we understand personally beauty to be, right. I think really makes a difference, and our, our knowledge of um, beauty, knowing that, hey, the beauty that I have is a reflection of um the holy spirit right. um the christ that lives within me um i think the more we think about that then we we kind of examine ourselves to see like um am i exhibiting the qualities of the one whom i serve and therefore um looking beautiful to myself um, but also looking beautiful to others. Cause I think a lot of times we don't think about, well, how do I look? Um, well, we think about how we look, but I think we focus more so on the outside appearance. Like right. how does my hair look? Right. How does my skin look? How does my clothes look? Um, and I think those things are important too, but most importantly, hmm. we want to focus in on the the, the attitudes, the right. mindset, right. Um, our speech, right. the way we um, think about people and respond to them. And I think when we start thinking about Christ and who we represent, the beauty of him, then I think the outside appearance will start, <clears throat> excuse me, to reflect that. Right. Um, I'm just kind of, I guess when I think about the beautification of um, the outside of a home, just kind of thinking for me, the floral aspect of it. I know a lot of people, um, you know, you want to make sure your uh, lawn is cut. You want to make sure you have nice beds of flowers and things like that. And we are not exactly there with our own <laughs> yard and right. things like that. But that's what I kind of picture um, and think about, but when you look at someone with a nice lawn, you look at someone with nice flower beds, you have to also consider what is the time and effort to work. put into mm -hmm. making that happen. Um, and you kind of think of what's underneath that surface that we don't see. There was some work um, that was put in and right. you know, underneath from the root, it's healthy, it's beautiful so that when you see what sprouts up, it's also beautiful because the inside working um, and the underneath of it has been um, taken care of so that it reflects the beauty. So I kind of think about, about right. us 
in that same way when we've worked on the inside that kind of reflects outwardly as well so in a sense um you could kind of think like unless someone you know has a physical illness and is unable to do so sometimes you could look at someone in the physical sense and kind of think well what are they going through on the inside what needs working on what needs growing on the inside um because they're obviously maybe having a rough time there and it's reflecting in their physical appearance right so yeah the the whole idea of beauty is not just um and i'm going to talk about it um a little bit later but it's not just a cover-up um but three points we want to go through kind of quickly is that beautifying reflects the beauty of god beautifying reflects the love and fidelity you have for your spouse and like I said, beautification isn't a cover-up of, of existing problems. Um, <laughs> first, when it comes to reflects the beauty of God, in Psalms 52, um, 50, um, chapter 50, verse 2, out of Zion, the perfection of beauty, God shines forth. So that lets us know that out of Zion, you know, out of the heavenly, of the heavenly heavens, um, the perfection of beauty, you know, God shines forth. So when you talk about the perfection of beauty, um, there's nothing as beautiful as 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 God in His presence, so we we have to know that's the context of everything which we what we're talking about, and then as we know in Genesis one thirty one, when God created everything, uh, He then says, and God saw everything that He had made, and behold, it was very good, and there was evening and there was morning the sixth day. So on the, before the, He rested on the seventh, He looked at His creation, everything He created. Um, and then he said it was very good. You know, every day of the week when he created something, he said it was good. First day, second day, all the way into the fifth day. But on the sixth day, when he created everything, created man in his image, he said it was very good. Mm -hmm. So God even himself has a view of what he feels is beautiful. Because anything that comes from him is going to be beautiful. Everything that's going to come from him is going to be pleasant. It's going to be um, perfect. It's going to be good. So we look mm -hmm. to God to define our thoughts of beauty when it comes mm. to the Christian and when it comes to our marriage because we want our marriage to be something that is um, pleasant. You know, we want to have a, a, a marriage where there's no fighting and there's no harshness and no resentment and no strife because we even sometimes, you know, show me things that's going on in the news and hear about um, couples just doing things to one another and, um, people being killed or people being um, um, harmed and marriages just breaking up in the, the worst ways not just you know just having a divorce but you know somebody killing somebody mm -hmm. and you decide you know what was it their what was their life like how did they live a life with one another um, and did they see their their spouse as someone who was created in God's image mm -hmm. and sometimes we have to remind ourselves you know this person was created in, in God's image this is, he's a he or she is an image bearer of God, mm -hmm. and I gotta treat them with respect. I gotta treat them with love, and hopefully that will be something that we think about in our marriages when we get into those tough times. Um, because, like I said, we don't want this to be a veneer. We don't want to show, and you know, on social media we always want to take pictures and show the good, but we want to be truthful um, in our presentation. We want to be um, truthful in how we keep up our marriages. Um, here's another verse. It's about when it talks about um, beautifying reflects the love and fidelity you have for your spouse. 
you know, because you read on Psalms 139, 4. Wait, you said 4 or 14? Uh, my bad, 14. Okay. <laughs> I praise you for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Wonderful are your works. My soul knows it very well. Yeah, so we're, it's, it's something which um, uh, the psalmist wrote about, you know, talking about praise, praising God um, because he understood that I am fearfully and wonderfully made, not because there's something good in me, but because of the glorious God who created me. And that's something that we want, always want to look at ourselves. You know, are we doing the things we must do to to show God that we appreciate him? Are we praising him and worshiping him in the way that he should be? Are we glorifying him for who he is? And hopefully that will then come back to us to understand who we are and why he created us and then we'll have a better appreciation mm-hmm. of life and of our of our marriages specifically and our families and we can be able to um, get over some of those things that we have um, uh, struggled with hopefully with our spouse we can talk about those things we talked about before communication and that will help in a beautifying of our marriage communicating with our spouse talking about some of the issues we have so we can clear those issues that we can deal with those things then we can help further build up our marriage and it'll be a a, a refreshing refreshing scent um in the in, in in the in the eyes of god and how about the other verse you know which we always talk about the song of solomon which is a love letter so of course i had to put out a verse from song of solomon um which is song mm, of solomon yeah, um what verse but and I did not put the verse, but that's all right. You all will right. You say the verse. <laughs> Song of Solomon, you are all together beautiful, my love. There is no uh, flaw in you. And I guess when we kind of just think about that whole section of um, the beautification um, of our marriage mm-hmm. and the love towards our spouse, right. um, it is essential for us to remember the purpose of... Um, of our lives individually that God created us um, for a purpose, <clears throat> excuse me, for a purpose, um, which is to glorify him. Um, and within the marital covenant, that's still there. Mm-hmm. We, we, we still glorify him um, within the marriage covenant, but we do so by also loving on our spouse right. and doing so in a way that's authentic. Um, if we authentically believe in God, trust his word, um, agree with his purpose on marriage and the design for it to be able to reflect the relationship between um, Christ and the church, then we can move forward in our marriage in that same sense, thinking of well, how am, me, me as the wife, how am I? Um, loving my husband in the way that I should have love for Christ. Right. Um, and the same with the husband. How am I to love her right. in the same way that um, um, Christ has love for the church? So we have to be mindful that, you know, God brought man and woman together. So that's the fidelity that we should have. That is, I should not look upon no other woman. I should look right. upon just my wife. And to look upon not only her physical beauty, but look upon that, you know, as a image bearer of God that she is a beautiful creature that she is someone who um, um, comes alongside me to make our marriage um, complete and that we do the things in our marriage to the glory of God 
and that's something you have to be very mindful of that you're coming alongside your spouse and loving them and treating them with respect and doing the things that you can do to show that they are the 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 one whom whom you have um, the only desire for in this earthly realm and that the love that you have for one another is a reflection of Christ in his church and ultimately God will be glorified by it and others hopefully others will be able to see that and be able to see how you're reflecting that and that's mm-hmm. something that's not only be seen but be something that you guys will share exactly. and lastly beautification isn't a cover-up now this is one I this is our last point and I got this shared with Janelle before we started but in first Peter chapter 3 verses 3 and 4 it says do not let your adorning be external the braiding of hair and the putting on of gold jewelry or the clothing you wear but let your adorning be hidden be the hidden person of the heart with the imperishable beauty of a gentle and quiet spirit which in God's sight is very precious because I think that's a, a beautiful verse which goes back to what Janelle was talking about it's not about your outer appearance it's not about the things you wear or how you clothe yourself physically or how you do your hair or your nails or whatever it is that you want to make yourself look good to somebody else but it's about that gentle and quiet spirit that you have on the inside and that reflects when I think about um, when I married Janelle one of the things that was an attribute of hers, which I love, is that she, she wasn't she wasn't very loud, she wasn't brashful, she wasn't all that. You could see that she was more who liked to help people, she liked to um, be of service, and um, that she was a gentle woman, and that attracted me to her. So that was something which, you know, when you're looking at all of us as Christians, we should be, we should have a gentle and quiet spirit. Um, unfortunately, you know, we live in a world of braggadocious, we live in a world of pride and envy and just everybody want to be ballers, shot callers, all this. <laughs> but that is not how we should be behaving, especially in our marriage. Um, it, it, and, it, and because usually when people do those things, they're covering up some hurt that's inside. They're covering up something which maybe they didn't have have a lot, a lot when they were growing up. So they want to cover up with all this stuff and they buy in things and stuff like that. So materialism becomes a part of of who they are and that's all you see when you see them but we don't want that to be the case for us as Christian couple we want to be able to show the love of Christ in our marriage and show that when we you know, we post stuff on social media or whether we're around our family and friends that it's genuine it's always got to be about genuine and hopefully they will see that in us and just seeing us be the, the loving couple that we are and hopefully that beauty will shine forth and that you know, it'll be something that will attract people not only to seeing marriage as a beautiful thing, but hopefully and prayerfully through your testimony and through um, talking with others and being able to share your life with others, they can see the beauty of God in your marriage and understand that it wasn't just you who made your marriage, that is Christ bringing you guys together. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like Janelle said, being led by the Holy Spirit to reflect the beauty that God had in us by treating people right. Um, and you can see that also in the, um, the, 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 the gifts that God's given us, like joy and peace and all those things. Ooh, those self-control. <laughs> all, all the fruits, the fruit of the spirit, most definitely. Mm-hmm. And also the grace that he's given us and mercy he's given us that we can reflect that, that we can give grace, we can give mercy and all those things 
um, piled together, it shows the beauty of God working through us. So it's, it's something which, you know, is it's something we should try and aspire to. Like Janelle said, when you have a house, you can have a nice pretty house, but if the foundation is crumbling, a beautiful house can still fall down. Mm-hmm. So you want to make sure that the foundation is there. But when that foundation is there, when it has been built up, you want to make it look beautiful to reflect the God whom this found, who is the foundation of your marriage. Mm-hmm. So we definitely hope that this has been a, a blessing to you. We hope that you'll continue to um, listen to our podcast. And we hope you enjoyed this, this episode. And remember, there is hope for your marriage and families through Jesus. For a love worth dying for, this is Joseph and Janelle Banks. Have a great day. God bless. Thank you for listening to A Love Worth Dying For. Make sure to check out our previous episodes and follow us on our social media platforms. Leave a comment, like, and most importantly, share our podcast. Let's continue the conversation and live to make our marriages truly a love worth dying for. Grace and peace.